Let's go. Okay. Welcome back. Old Fashioned Take Season 2, Episode 5 this week. You got Dennis and you got Martin. Good evening, everybody. And uh, so Episode 5 of the podcast, we just finished Week 5 of the NFL season and the fantasy season. And so uh, we're going to get under 60 minutes again, as we always do. We got a special guest coming. We're going to talk about what we watched this weekend do our playoff eliminator and our week five, week six picks, excuse me, and then get to the fantasy recap um, and get, have some fun stats for you all. A, a really in-depth analysis over a long term from our friend Michael Plasic to, to give us some insight on the league. Yeah, Plasic had a lot of fun on last week's show. He applied for an opening as our resident statistician. Uh, we didn't have any other applicants, so we had to go with him. And so there now was really stiff competition. Yeah. Michael and the Stiff Socks. Uh, we have a new segment. Numbers don't lie, and I like these numbers. I've reviewed them. They make me look awesome. So these are good stats. Keep it up, Plasic. I also agree that that these are good numbers. These are fact numbers. These are not made up in any way. These are based purely in science, and we'll talk about it soon. And I think uh, some of you may not like it, but maybe you should get better at fantasy. Then stop sucking. Up titties. All right, Martin. What are you yeah, doing buddy. tonight, buddy? Tonight, 1792 foolproof because my strategy in fantasy football this weekend is score more points than that was foolproof. I'm back in the win column, baby. Love it. Love it. Um, I always thought that bottle looked really cool, but that scared me off because I was afraid it was like bad whiskey, cool bottle, and I don't want to be that sucker. How do you like it? Uh, 1792 makes great whiskey. Uh, this is their foolproof, so one of their higher proof whiskeys coming in at 62.5% alcohol per volume. But I would highly recommend 1792 to somebody looking to try a new bourbon out there. Definitely affordable, pretty easy to find around, uh, get you a store pick if you can. I'd recommend gotcha. it. Okay, cool. I'll try that next time. I'm actually getting close to my bottles. I have, you can probably see, it's a pretty generous pour because that's yeah. how I'm feeling after my fantasy week. This is good old Four Roses. There you go. Nothing wrong with that. After a couple more of these, I'll probably have a new bottle on the shelf. All right, let's get to this past weekend, Martin. Uh, what did you watch this weekend? Let's start with college football. Yep. So this week in college football was the worst week that I could have imagined. Horrible uh, I week. I was fun at for a, points. Fun for points. I was at a buddy's wedding this weekend, and my friend did not go to A&M, but he's a gigantic A&M fan. And apparently God's wedding gift to my friend – was he was getting, he was the groom. He was getting He's married. He's the groom. He's the groom. Wow. So, so God Forget the bride. Him, That's the prize on his wedding day. Yeah. God got him a UT loss and an A&M win over Bama. And the whole day, right, I'm like, yeah, you know, I, I came into it. I would have loved to see UT beat Oklahoma. Oklahoma's clearly been the more dominant team over the past decade or so. So it would have been an upset to lose in that fashion. Disappointing. But at the whole day at the wedding, I'm like, okay, he's talking shit now. But Bama's playing a and later, baby. You better you know, <laughs> get your tissues ready. And, yeah, so I didn't get to watch all the football I wanted. I was at a wedding all day. But congrats to Andrew Koenigs and his lovely wife, Danielle Sapata and their first wedding gift, a big win over Bama. Hey, wishing you guys a long, happy marriage. And you guys are off to a good start for a happy marriage. I'll be honest. Um, in that game, I was tracking the scores, and I always thought, you know, this is Alabama. They're, they'll come back. Um, yep. A&M's lost two weeks in a row. They didn't look at Colorado before that. They're going to come back. They yep. didn't, and I still don't think I can name a single player on the A&M football team. 
Do they have Spiller? Spiller's a running back for them, right? Yep, they have a couple good running backs, uh, Devon Spiller and A-Chain. Um, I'm sorry, it's Isaiah Spiller and A-Chain, I believe is her name. Um, yeah, they, they've got good running backs, and that's about it. They've got a, a backup, you know, fresh freshman, a redshirt freshman quarterback that, you know, played well in this home game. Uh, the kicker was obviously big for them hitting one at the, at the buzzer. But, yeah, that, that wasn't your regular Alabama team. And if I'm an Alabama fan, I'm not panicked. This team easily still runs the table, meets Georgia in the SEC championship, and oh. win, a win over Georgia or a close loss, I still think gets them into the playoff. Really? Another. Oh wow! So, yeah. so I want to talk to talk about that, but but really quickly on the Red River shootout, which yeah, you called last. It week. is a shootout, isn't it? Like if you watch that game and over a hundred points, don't call it a rivalry, don't call it a showdown. It's a shootout, baby. So that was a lot of fun. I I, I was uh, watching it on the way to the UNC Florida State game, which was just miserable. Yikes! You had to watch and, that person. Yeah, it was terrible. And uh, I'll tell you about it in a little bit. And I was getting off the bus. Um, this was close to three thirty, and I think there were seven minutes left in the fourth quarter. And I think OSU, or sorry, OSU, Oklahoma had just tied it forty-one all or forty-two all. Mm-hmm. And then like. 10 minutes later, I look at my phone and it was what, like 53 to 47 or 55 or something like that. I was like, oh, they scored three touchdowns in the span of like 10 minutes. Yep. What a show. Yeah, it was quite the Over game. I, if, if you like, if you like points, you love that game. Um, I mean, it was, it was amazing and a little frustrating as a Texas fan. Like I've never seen so many bounces or so many like review calls where the Oklahoma receivers have like an inch between the sideline just in oh my god if i'm going to complain a couple missed calls but what, I, what i'm most mad about is that you know a freshman uh caleb williams comes in number one dual threat quarterback in the country he's now a freshman comes in yeah why and, did radler get benched he's just oh, poorly he, he played poorly uh slow decision making interception you know this had been kind wow. of building up and you know if there is you know maybe happiness for a salty ut fan out there it's Awesome. You ruined Spencer Rattler's career. <laughs> hey, he's sucks transfer for all of those players, all of those people that bet on him to win the Heisman. He was on the odds on favorite. He was the odds on favorite. He was projected to be the number one quarterback taken in the draft. That doesn't happen anymore. This guy has either got to take his chances as like a second, third round draft pick, maybe best case. I don't think it's going to happen. I think he transfers and we see what happens there. I feel like Sam Howell's heading towards the same boat if this season continues the way it does. Oh, but gosh. Caleb Williams, I've never seen a freshman throw Hail Marys off his back foot fading away multiple times and complete them all. It was the most. It was that kind of day, right? It, it was, was that, that kind of day. day it's that kind of rivalry game. I, I looked at my friend and it's just notorious. Whoever leads in the first half, I guarantee you they're going to lose that game. So we'll see right, next this year. This was like the maybe the biggest lead that was uh, given up to lose what it was 28 to seven. Right. And I think there was a stat that that was maybe the biggest lead that was lost in a red river rivalry slash shootout. And a gentle reminder, it should have been 28 zero. The seven points they got came on what should have been an illegal touching. The ref throws his hat off, sees the guy go out of bounds and then doesn't throw the flag when the receiver touches it. Kind of mind boggling, but that's big 12 refereeing for you, baby. So tell me about the UNC game. Make me feel better. Make me feel better. Okay, so I got there, and we're all excited, right? Because FSU, they suck this year. Yep. Some of my buddies are in town from Boston and, and some old pharmacy school friends, too. And um, they, because they were six of them together, they bought tickets in the Florida State section. I was like, nice. You can shit on all those ugly Seminoles for being shit at the game. Yeah. And obviously, we can't get a single stop. Nope. And they 
start scoring. They take the lead. And um, probably around halftime, this was when it was still relatively close and, and I felt confident because I think we're the better team. I went up there to hang out with them. And in the second half, Florida State seemed like they scored on like every third play and every time they got the ball. And all these Florida State fans around me are doing the, the, uh, the yeah, whatever, the tomahawk chant. Top. Yeah, the tom- yeah, the like after everything. Insensitive Native American thing they do. Mm-hmm. They have like, they're chanting Florida State. They're like spelling it out. And I'm like, yeah. they're like looking at me. They're like, they're, they're trying to jeer me off. And the, the worst part of it is, is like, I can't talk shit. My team is getting their butts rammed in and yep. I can't talk shit, man. And, and and my friend who's a Florida State fan, there's one of them that was a Florida State fan. Doesn't even like football, but it was, was, uh, was, um, yeah, looking really smug. So I really hated that. Um, so it really sucked. Um, the other, the other thing I wanted to ask you about UN, uh, not about, mm-hmm. UNC, about college football is mm-hmm. I kind of want to get to the college football, uh, playoffs with you and, and sure. I'll, I'll let, um, our friend, our guest into the, into the zoom right now. Um, keep in mind, we only have 40 minutes. So who do you think is making into the playoffs? Because I have some ideas. Yeah. I think after we've got six weeks of college football under our belts now, uh, I still feel pretty good about some of my picks here. I still have Georgia clearly making it in. I have now Oklahoma is pretty much a sure thing. They got past their rival. I think. Wow. They kind of okay. Like okay. clearly out. I think they're fresh. If they stick with the freshman quarterback, he's going to have a bad game. I think their defense is good enough to cover up for that, though. Um, I've still got Big Ten team TBD, and after. Come on, man. I'm sorry, okay. man. Okay. The, okay. More, the more I watch, maybe it's I like the status quo, but the more I watch Ohio State play, I'm like, how is it not going to be Ohio State again? They're beating everyone by 40 points now. Not a. It's, it's going to be a Big Ten team. I'm ex- as excited for the Big Ten as I've ever been. And then the last spot, I'm going to give it to right now, I think, Cincinnati. But if you've got, you know, an Alabama team that I kind of lined, I told you earlier, I think if they went out and they beat Georgia or they lose narrowly, you could bump Cincinnati out. If Oregon wins out, wins the Pac-12, you could bump Cincinnati out. We've seen that the college football committee has no respect for group of five teams, undefeated, winning by 40 a week. They don't care about those teams. They beat Why Notre Dame this they? year. Yeah, because Notre Dame's That's awesome something. this year. Starting Jack so, Cohn, who couldn't start at Wisconsin. <laughs> That's right. He got he lost his job. Um, so I agree with you on half the uh, playoffs. I agree with Georgia. I like Cincinnati in it too. Yeah. The other two spots, I think Oklahoma, that makes sense is one of them. And then I think there's a big 10 spot and um, Iowa look good. They got to win. They're undefeated. They're probably going to be the number two team in the nation. Um, mm-hmm. So they're probably an obvious pick, but I want Michigan in there. I know you do. They want I a close one against Nebraska. Hey, if they can win these close games um, mm-hmm. away, you know, I think they've got a good shot. You, you mentioned last week, they have a really hard schedule, but I believe in them this year. Yep. They have not got to their gauntlet just yet. They have one more week against a pedestrian Northwestern team. They should smoke. And then they, they jump into it. They go to Michigan exactly. state. They get Indiana. They go to Penn state. They go to Maryland, which shouldn't be too tough. And then they get Ohio state at home. So they've, they've got a, the, the lion's share of their schedule in front of them. Yeah. Well, here to uh, give his tie break opinion is, is our guest for the evening. Oh, so glad of you so that you could join us, Matt Davidson. Uh, do you want to say hello to all our listeners across the globe and introduce yourself? Well, I think that might take a lot of time. I don't know that many languages. 
Uh, but, <laughs> nice. Coming out firing. Yeah. yeah. How's it going, gentlemen? Uh, Good, man. It's an honor to be on the podcast tonight. Well, you should not think that way because it is a shame what you did. <laughs> oh, I didn't mind it this week. Yeah. Well, I'd like to start off, first of all, by thanking all of my teammates and my fans. You know, they really put me in a position to succeed. We had some good coaching decisions. <laughs> oh, can't wait to hear about those. Here. Yeah, we're excited. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, Matt, so we'll, we'll get to that stuff in a second, but wanted to ask you if you have opinions on the four teams that will be in the college football playoff. Yeah, so no surprise here. I'm going to put Georgia uh, clearly up front. I, I'm going to go with Martin. I do like Bama. Uh, uh, look, Isn't there voter fatigue? Come on. Yes. No We've seen thing. Bama every year. No, I think there's there's voter there. paralysis. I think, it, I think it's the exact opposite. You're right. They're stuck. You're right. Sorry, Matt. Go ahead. Continue, please. Right. Because what do we know? That two SEC teams are much more likely to make it than one SEC team in any non-group of five school. That's actually a good point. Wow. So. Matt, coming in here just swinging his reason. So ahead, assuming Bama doesn't lose out or doesn't lose another game, uh, if they lose one game that they only lose to Georgia and it's not a blowout, hmm. I think okay. Bama gets in and, and wow. they might not even the be a four How much did he pay you before jumping on the pod? Jeez. Oh, he slipped me a 20. Yeah. I got a little bit more notification more, before more I than I paid him for the win this week. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll go out on a limb and say, I, I don't think Alabama will lose out. So that'll be my hot take of the evening. There you go. All right. Yeah. Well, Okay, so, uh, so let's where we end up. We had two, right? So yep. I'll I'll yep. do Oklahoma, Cincinnati, wrap it up okay. quickly. Wow, wow. he's the exact same thing as him. And he's leaving out. He left out the Big Ten in that one. He says no Big Ten teams. They're about to beat the crap out of each other. Yeah, that yeah. might happen. That's fair. Happen. I mean, that, that that's fair. I, I like that assessment. Um, so Matt, since we have you on, I'm I'm keen to get to our fantasy stuff, but we'll um, leave it open for a second to ask you or, or Martin if you had anything exciting in the NFL that you watch any other sports news that was going on for you. That was a big deal. Um, or anything else that you want to talk sports on before we get to fantasy. Wow. Uh, big open slate here. So (laughs) I did not prepare you for that. (laughs) I'm like, here, I'm going to just pass you the mic. You talk whatever you want. All right. Let's take a couple, uh, NFL. Uh, and this is going to bleed into fantasy a little bit too. We got a lot of backup running backs with opportunities. Yes. Uh, chuba chuba choo choo uh to to name the team that i smoked last week in fantasy <laughs> football oh uh, you still remember that huh yeah uh and, and a certain backup on the giants who is a hot waiver target yes uh, for the coming week so, so that's my booker NFL. season baby wow yep. uh i don't want to talk about unc football you shouldn't. We already talked about it. it was They're back. They're back. <laughs> they should feel bad. It was so bad. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm going to throw a little wild card at you. It was we saw Tiger Woods on a golf course holding a golf club for the first time this past week. <laughs> Wait. He was just holding it? He wasn't doing anything with yeah, it? Don't ask me if he was swinging the club. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's like, all right, dude. So um you guys probably know some of this but growing up playing high school football man especially for running backs and ball carriers coach will tell you that this maybe is an old school thing to just like carry a football with you around wherever you go and and hold it high and tight with you wherever you go and you know i was one of these football homers and and that was neat so i guess 
Tiger was or a swing coach or something. Someone told him, all right, Tiger, get back in the game. You just need to feel that club in your hands. All right. Don't need to swing. Yes. Just drag it with you along. Just hold. Well, he probably club. has to use it as a cane. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. <laughs> that's no, a good point. He showed up at his uh, at his son's junior tournament and he's got the classic like grizzled coach, one hand on a hip, leaning on the golf club and watching nice. the swing. So <laughs> I mean so that's exciting. back on track for the major record is what I'm trying to say. That's exciting. I- I'm glad to see Tiger back and healthy and limping around a golf course again. That's I've missed him doing that. <laughs> I dude, this was the most exciting NFL week by far. I mean, I one liners from every game I watched. Mm-hmm. Ram Seahawks, Matthew Stafford wins the game between the injured fingers. Jets, Falcons, Corderell Patterson is a receiver that you can play as a running back in fantasy football. How exciting. Packers, Bengals, 17 missed kicks in a row. Mason Crosby tries with his left foot and hits one. Really quick, there were four missed kicks from 21 seconds in regulation and afterwards. Four missed kicks. Unbelievable. Go ahead. Awesome. It was fantastic. Lions, Vikings, Dennis's uh, football we skipped team that one. Skipped that one. chokes Man, again. That one. Their coach cries on national television. God is good. That's uh, two games in a season that they've lost on a last second 50-plus yard field goal. Man, the Lions... Mm-hmm. That's what it is. We, we, I think we talked about it before. They just find ways to lose in heartbreaking. Yeah. Oh God. Okay. Sorry. You're Let's like, look. oh, they're gonna get one this no, week. No, no, no. We're Let's not look. going 0 and 17. It's alive, baby. I mean, you've got Bucks, Dolphins. Tom Brady throws for his age, 411 yards, five touchdowns. The Saints are good again, I guess. Jameis Winston is are. back to being what I thought he was in Week One, but he's still Who probably bad next week. Oh, man. The Panthers drop a heartbreak to garbage time himself. Jalen Hurts. My man. Gary Henry runs wild over Urban Meyer and his stinky finger. The Texans kept it close, a.k.a. the Patriots. They should have won. They should have won. I don't know Davis how. Davis Mills actually looked good. Davis Mills is trying to stick it to us in the pod after we made fun of him. He's actually he's, he's heard. He's heard. The Raiders can't rally around a racist, misogynistic, sexist coach. I think he also hates the gays, and they drop one at home to the Bears. Uh, the Chargers-Browns was one of the most fo- fun football games I've ever seen. Points galore. It was like watching UT Oklahoma all over again. If you didn't get to see this one, the only chance the Browns had at the end of this game was to pick up the Chargers running back and carry him into the end zone so they could get the ball again. It was fantastic. Yeah. So after that, did, was there a touchdown celebration that Eckler and the Browns did together, like a cooperative they, touchdown celebration? They, they looked confused. They both looked like, <laughs> what did we just do? I don't get why the Chargers didn't need it, but it was awesome. It was okay. fantastic. The Giants left bloodied and beaten. They now miss they have their no players. Like, they're they starting have no running back. Left. They're three top. They're best. Like, I got three now, calls from them today guys asking me to. <laughs> hey, yeah, if you're available to play quarterback, running back, or any skill position. Yeah, yeah. I know. Uh, oh, man. Cardinals look kind of slow at home, but still are 5-0, and baby. Only undefeated team in football. Bills. Both the primetime games are fantastic. Bills Chiefs fireworks josh allen right now you mentioned that yep go ahead josh allen right now is the without a doubt best quarterback today in the nfl will be the best quarterback at the end of the season i don't know was he the best but today josh josh allen hurtled someone that was some crazy shit man hurtled someone (laughs) cleared him Clear Dude, what, what world we live in where Lamar Jackson stays in the pocket, throws 37 for 43, 442, and Josh Allen's hurdling people. That's true. The NFL That's is true. fun, baby. Josh well, Allen had 15 completions. 
<laughs> and a hurdle. I think Three the hurdle touchdowns. was worth the 30 fantasy points. <laughs> Sorry, works. go ahead, Matt. Well, I was just going to say, you've got Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes in the same football game, and Josh Allen comes out looking like the most athletic quarterback. He and, is. And Patrick Mahomes came out looking at, like, the best Kansas City Chiefs running back. It's kind of yeah. trouble there. I, I love the Bills' chances this year to win it all. I don't, I don't think I picked them to win at the first episode of our podcast. I'll have to go listen again. But I Rams love it because they're on both sides of the ball. They blanked Houston last week 40-0. to zero. They made me think Houston was worse than they are. Houston's still very bad, but they're not 40-0 to zero bad. They held the Chiefs to 20 points at home in Arrowhead Stadium. That's a Patrick Mahomes team. They still got everyone. Around. I know lots of rain, whether 20 points at home is 20 points at home doing it on offense. Uh, they're relatively a deep team on defense, an arguably deep team on offense. Emmanuel Sanders is contributing. Cole Beasley caught a ball. He's still there. Stefan Diggs. Maybe those are drafts from Arnis. Dawson Knox. Dawson Fort Knox is fantastic. Jeez. And if Josh Allen, heaven forbid, goes down, Mitch is there. Mitch. Mr. Bisky, <laughs> just as athletic. <laughs> I mean, they're a good team, man. I'm, I'm excited yeah. to watch the Bills going forward. I want All right, to real quick, the table right now. Martin, wrap us up with the Ravens, and we'll get the fantasy stuff. Oh, Raven Colts, the most ugly, wow. gross first Ooh. half. I mean, if you were, like, relying on points in that game to win your fantasy matchup, you, like, probably turn off the game at halftime and think, oh, my God, I'm down 40. This is it. You know, I, I needed I needed Lamar and their tight end, Mark Andrews, to get me, like, you know, 80 points tonight and they only have five in the first half this is over <laughs> and then you woke up in the morning a winner and the second half that Lamar was fun. goes off overtime was a lot of fun kind of a shame for the Colts I think they played well that kind of lateral I thought it was like if I was the ref I'm like I'm watching the replay and I'm like oh that's sick we should give them the points that was because so that was sick. sick give them the points give them the points you've got that to get style so points sick. the yeah. worst part about it though like I got I to gotta put the dampener in. I'm sorry. 34, who ended up scoring the fake touchdown after receiving the lateral. If you watch the replay, he's running with Darius Leonard, and yeah. there's a Raven coming. He just scoots on out of the way, and he's like, I don't block. I play defense. <laughs> what is this? Darius is Leonard like, damn, dude, take the ball, score. <laughs> Darius, what a leader. He's willing to sacrifice himself, his own stats. Or some asshole fast, that doesn't man. block for you. He's fast. He was fast. Oh, he was, yeah. he was he fast. Was fast. <laughs> that was a fun game to watch. Fun. Yeah. This has been the best week. That was fun. So hopefully more fun to watch. Yeah. All right. Let's get to fantasy because there was a lot of fun this week in fantasy as well. Uh, Martin and Matt will save your matchup for the very end so that you guys can think about all the funny things you want to say or all the yeah. shitty things you want to say to each other. Sure. We'll start with the Chubba Chubba Choo Choo's playing against Morning Chubb. And... Uh. A week after we roasted him on the pod, mm-hmm. uh, Plaza gets a W. Commissioner back goes to back down. low weeks. Arguably the worst fantasy footballer in our fantasy football league. It, it was not good. So I think the reason is because I'm still named the Chubba Chubba Choo Choo's, mm. and I have no Chubbas or Choo's <laughs> on my have team. No Chubs. <sighs> yeah. So um, Morning Chub has a Chub. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. And, and he's got more than just a chub. He's got old man Tom. A week after scoring 11 points, Tom Nets yep. a cool 40 points. Yeah. And we all know he's got running back two problems, but his team yep. played well enough to overcome a performance from his RB2. Okay. Get this. Yeah. His RB2 out of performance. His score started with zero point. That's yeah. how bad his RB2 did. Yeah. If you have Trey Sermon in any fantasy format, drop Trey Sermon. <laughs> 
the 49ers do not tr- they they will pick up guys off the street and play them before Gosh. Justin Uzcheck or Kyle yeah, Uzcheck sorry Kyle will get more touches. Kyle Shanahan might come in the game and get more touches than Trey Sermon. Right. Drop Trey Sermon right now. And and Martin, what have we been saying to Plastic all year? What have we been saying? We've been saying start Mark Ingram as your RB2. He's, He's clearly way better than Trey Sermon. Way better than Trey Sermon. Man, I mean, like he didn't never learns. I know. And then finally, man, he's been, he was a little bit clairvoyant. He says, you know what? This is Devonte Booker's year. Saquon's going to have a down year. And then he drops Devonte Booker and guess who's going to be one of the top waiver pickups this week. The good news is Plasic's waiver designation should be low enough. <laughs> he should be able to reacquire Devonte Booker. And his Matt, plan will come back together. You mentioned it. Is Devonte Booker the top waiver wire pickup this week? I think he's got to be in our league. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to lie. I have already sent in a claim for him. So everyone else stay away. Okay. I'm not going to lie. I guarantee you that I am higher on the waiver wire. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's quite that strategic long game. Last week. It very well could be Devontae Booker. I think Miles Gaskin could be desirable, but I think that last week was probably fool's gold. He caught a lot of passes. He got two receiving touchdowns. Mm -hmm. Nobody can run against Tampa Bay, and they were playing catch-up the whole time because everyone plays catch-up against Tampa Bay. I think Miles Gaskin goes back to middle-of-the-road guy, but not the worst thing to have on your bench compared to, you know, Trey Sermon. Oh, my gosh. I've looked at some of these benches. They're not good. Uh, Should we move on to the next matchup? Uh, I don't think we've talked about yours enough. I need to look at your team. Oh, and, I mean, Jalen okay. Hurts me. does it to... for you. I know. Jalen Hurts Devontae... again. Okay, he's my only guy. He continues to overproduce. My I mean, wide receivers and my and Darren Waller, apparently they suck. Uh, they do. But the UNC yep. backs are on the rise. That's what I have to say. I will say, yeah, I think now is the time that if we didn't have, like if, if Michael Carter was still a free agent, this is time to pick up Michael Carter. He's he's assuming the RB1 role in uh, the Jets, which isn't exciting, but yeah, an RB1 is an RB1 at the end of the day. It's better than Trey Sermon. <laughs> I'm going to keep bashing Trey Sermon today. Uh, yeah, Stefan Diggs, like I pointed out earlier, kind of disappointing. The, the ball's been spread a little bit more. Dawson Why? Damn it. Stop passing Dawson Knox. Uh, Dawson Knox, man. He's just open when he's open, and he's always open, baby. You, uh, you should be proud, though. You have the best backup running back in the NFL, Kareem Hunt. I mean, I, I've the seen teams that, running back on the Browns, except for Nick Chubb. I, I, you could start both of those guys and you would have had 50 points between two running backs on the same team. Absolutely crazy nuts. But yeah, Darren Waller, disappointing. AJ Brown, disappointing. Stephon Diggs, disappointing. This drops the Chubba Chubba Choo Choo's below 500. They are a two and three team. Now they are Michael Thomas come back team. from injury and be 2017. Michael Thomas. I have Michael Thomas in a couple of leagues. Do we trust him when he comes back with uh, yeah, I don't Jameis know. Winston? I like to throw bombs, know. Winston. I throw to the other team where I throw 50-yard touchdowns, Winston. So I, I still that's pretty good. Bomb, bombs are the other team. You know, Michael Thomas doesn't lose points when he throws to the other team, but he gets a lot of points when he's bombed. So I believe in Does Michael Thomas catch bombs, though? I've always thought it was more of a possession receiver, a guy that you're like, oh, he's getting yeah. 10, 10 targets, eight catches. Bit. 60 yards touchdown like that's fantastic every week but, but that yeah. little guy who scored that long touchdown for them apparently is injured not marquez mm-hmm. callaway but Tori, Tori something i don't know yeah let's stop right. trashing my team because i'm almost done with my whiskey and that's about all i can handle let's move on to um ryan versus kenny and the undefeated minneapolis yeah. miracle powerhouse which i do think is a miracle crushes yeah. the red hot julius peppers base he overcomes Mm-hmm. We have, because the, the numbers don't lie, our new segment coming soon. 
Matt, this is a miracle. You're going to be excited. There's, there's going to be, we have some really in-depth analysis of our fantasy league across its lifetime. Yep, this is an absolute miracle. Stay tuned in because it's not going to mm-hmm. look good for Ryan, but he looks great this year. He's got the best team in the league by far. <laughs> he Although overcame, he's going to be in the quarterback market now. Uh, he overcame single digits from an injured Russell Wilson will be out for, for, for weeks. Yep, he gets Daniel 30 Jones plus from, from uh, Eckler, from, from Devonte, from Mark Andrews. That's pretty good. To win by 50. Not sure he's gonna repl- how he's gonna replace Russell Wilson because if you look at his backup, it's concussed, yeah, Bambi legged Daniel Jones. I that watched the game. Dead. Go, he was so messed up. He was drooling yeah. on himself. Yeah. He had those rubber pellets from the turf on, on himself. Yeah. He was he was walking like he was doing like a zombie dance or something. Mm-hmm. It did not look good. I've, I've been there before. I wasn't sober, but I've been there before. It's not good. <laughs> the thing, brain injuries are crazy. Could be out a month. Could be out. Could be ready next week. There's a couple interesting uh, quarterbacks on the market now. Taylor Heineke, who outside Racist of last week. Cousins, which yeah, I feel like Ryan would cousins. love being up Ryan from Minnesota. Yeah, you got Joe Burrow. He, <laughs> I thought you were going to say being a racist. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Burrow went to the hospital with a throat contusion. My first thought was, did somebody give him a hickey in the game and he had to go to the hospital? Trevor Lawrence is available. So if I'm other people in the league, I'm going to start taking every quarterback available until Ryan has to start Teddy Bridgewater every week. Let's bring him back down to the rest of us, baby. Yeah. Looking on the other side of Kenny's team, he uh, is starting to reap the benefits for tra- drafting Josh Allen and Zeke Elliott. Um, they yep. gave him over 60 points. Everyone else. Um, so those two and Travis Kelsey, of course, mm-hmm. are reliable. But Tyson Williams has been a big mm-hmm. disappointment. Mm-hmm. Uh, his, his team's been a little bit underwhelming. Well, it's a good thing he's got Josh Gordon on his bench, though. Josh Gordon, there's a safe. Yeah. He's he's just, yeah at Kansas City this week got 1.6 points. That's a hot offense. The team you know he's got Marvin Jones and more I than think, Trey Sermon. I think Marvin Jones is is one reliable. Two with um I'm sorry I'm gonna forget the receiver's name. Oh DJ Chart going out for the year with an injury. You got to think Marvin Jones is gonna get more touches and Lavisca Chenault's gonna get more touches, and they got less touches and I don't know how. I guess they ran the ball with James Robinson a fair bit. James Robinson on um, Ryan's team has had a great year. I do not believe in James Robinson coming to this year. He's proved me a fool. He's proved Urban Meyer right. That's about the only thing Urban Meyer's gotten right so far is running the ball, except (laughs) for the play. I don't know if you got to watch it this year when it was like fourth and goal. And James Robinson, who's carried you the whole game, is standing on the bench and in the game is Carlos Hyde. Because Urban's having Ohio State flashbacks, and he's like, Carlos Hyde's my go-to guy. He's got this, Carlos Hyde runs for a five-yard loss, and they turn over the ball. I remember that. Oh, my God. Go back and watch that. I, oh, I remember the announcers were like, James Robinson on the bench. Not sure what's going on with him. Is he injured or something? <laughs> they were like, what the fuck? Uh, all right, let's move on to the next matchup. We've got Rob, a new man this year, taking yeah. on Team Thorpe. So Rob in his new winning ways takes on Glenn who played Dalvin cook, who was not even dressed, did not play. He was in street clothes. And mm-hmm. as we know, a defense that scored negative points was bad news. So mm-hmm. he's got a tough roster. Let me, let me, let me point out a couple of his players for you here. George Kittle, IR, Julio yep. Jones. He's got a hamstring injury. Kenny Galladay. He's hurt. He's hit, hurt his knee again. Shouldn't even he be plays for the Rob giants. Him. Sucks. Yeah, uh, William Fuller. I'm assuming he's still suspended or he got hurt. <laughs> Peyton Barber, turf toe, not good. He's playing. This is what he has left. He's playing a backup running yep. back in James Conner yep. and Dalvin Cook, who didn't even play this year. Yeah. The worst I'll part is he yep. still outscored my team. 
<laughs> Go ahead, Martin. Uh, as somebody who's watched Arizona more than a normal person watches Arizona, I don't mind the James Conner play because he is getting 100% of goal line touches. He is a touchdown vulture. And so if you're going for touchdowns, going for big scores, James Conner could have those weeks. Starting Dalvin Cook when he's not playing is a bold strategy. And this week, unfortunately, it did not pay off for him. Uh, Maybe next week. If he started his bench running back of Peyton Barber, he would have also gotten him no points. So all in all, Glenn, you didn't make that big of a mistake. I will say Will Fuller, for those that are curious, has played this year. Glenn put the draft capital on him, picked up a guy who was suspended for PEDs. He caught four passes in two games for six fantasy points in total, and he's now on the IR. And Glenn's like, yeah, I trust that guy. Let's keep him on the bench. Let's not drop him. I don't, I, he's, um, well, we know from the data that, that Glenn isn't exactly making a lot of moves. So maybe that's part of the, mm, part of the, that reason. is true. But, the data will tell us that let's give Rob a little bit of credit. All right. He's gotten big. He got big days from the roller coaster. That is Hollywood Brown. Yep. And the reliable, steady, productive bell cow. That is DeAndre Swift. Come on guys. If you listen to this uh, spot, you know, that was coming. We're talking about Matt Gay here. <laughs> <laughs> that's true, true. reliable but baby i think under the radar and plaza mm-hmm. mentioned it rob has hunter renfro that's probably why he's winning he's a yeah. new man he's four and one he, he's a, that kind of guy you keep on the bench and your starters like know that they're playing for their job on your team oh and yeah they, they feel yeah. the heat I can't, you, know, you feel like Hunter Renfro breathing on your neck, which is why Marquise Brown puts up 31 points in the second half alone. Um, yeah, he's got a good team, although Dallas Goddard is down with injury now. Juju Smith-Schuster on his bench out for the year. For whatever reason, he has a Houston running back. I thought we told you guys to stop doing that. Please get rid of Houston running backs on your team. Uh, he, he doesn't trust the Bills defense against Kansas City. What a fool. There's some points wasted on your bench. Uh, Grok's coming why back did you bench the team that out. just shut out a team, shut out two teams this year? Yeah. You don't trust the Bills defense, which is a foolish. If I'm robbed, though, the one thing I want to do, and it's because I have him in another league, Aaron Jones is getting less and less touches, and Mr. Thick Thigh himself, A.J. Dillon, is getting more and more, especially on passing downs, which makes no sense to me. Like They're throwing the thick boy out of the the backfield, and he's getting yards, and as an Aaron Jones owner, I'm frustrated. If I can make a trade for like something kind of silly and low-key to to get A.J. Dillon on my team for the worst-case scenario... mm -hmm. I would do that, Rob. That's my advice. You have a fantastic team. Maybe you should tell me to shut up. Try to go grab AJ Dillon. <laughs> Let's move on to the next matchup. Um, yeah. Alvin versus Believeland. Yeah, this is this is a sad story, ladies and gentlemen. Hold on. Yeah, because Alvin because, won. We hate it. Yeah, and I, I fear this is not a good trend for Believeland. All right, he mm. lost by 100 points. Tough. Clyde got hurt. Cooper Cup didn't score 100, so yep. he lost. Both his defenses scored negative points. Not a good yep. luck. Alvin popped off. He had Lamar Jackson scoring over 40 points. Kyle Pitts, I think, was the only Falcons pass catcher who got on the flight to go to London. Yep. And he played the Vikings running back that actually played in the game. So he got 20-point performances up and down his roster, 183 points. Yeah, Alvin's team is is solid top to bottom. Uh, Lamar Jackson could do that any week. Jonathan Taylor, this Probably is his best week of the year because he got a lot of receiving opportunities he doesn't typically get. Antonio Gibson, I had my doubts about when Taylor Heineke became the quarterback, but he's doing well. You know, between DK Metcalf, well, we're talking about the Russell Wilson injury, right? Between DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, who do you trust going forward? You trust DK Metcalf because he's 6'11. Like he's just there. And Geno Smith can throw to, I could throw True. to DK Metcalf, which is why I've actually sent some of my intramural tape to Pete Carroll. 
I'm available. I'm cheap. They need a backup I, quarterback. Who's the I backup can, right now? Who knows? Uh, Martin Shaughnessy, I heard. I can hit DK Metcalf. <laughs> Tyler Lockett, more the deep threat guy. Russell Wilson has an ability that very few quarterbacks have to hit guys down the field like that. Uh, Brandon Cook slowed down a little bit. Kyle Pitts has his big week. We're excited. Finally. If I have him, I might trade Kyle Pitts. I might be ready to move on and, mm-hmm. and get, you know move up to a better, uh, maybe like a Darren Waller. That offense one. sucks. Yeah, because that offense does sucks. Uh, yeah, and Madison uh, Wall, Glenn starts the starter that doesn't play. But yeah, Cook, or pardon me, Kiss rather, uh, is, is, is spiraling downward. And so I look at his team it's and not it's not bad, but it's just not good. And he did that. This week, he this week, it did not come through for him. Starting a defense that just you know scores negative points is not going to help you win win weeks. It's tough. It's tough to look at. I actually look at his team and I just I don't know. I don't feel like there's a lot of duds. Clyde, yeah, but I'm like, how did this team score 87 points? How can I not do math? I think it's Kyler Murray's 13. Does not help your quarterback. Your start quarterback getting 13 is kind of good. That's weird. Let's uh, let's get by it because I I I don't want to um, trash on Believeland. I want them to do well. Um, Let's get to Team Tyreek a new team in the league versus Eastern Washington all-stars team. Tyreek gets 45 points from Justin Herbert. That'll help a couple other 20 point performances from Steelers. And the real reason why he won, he finally started Corderell Patterson, my friend. Did you not want these wins before? Gosh, there you go. Um, On the other side, Steve finally got a good day from Robert Woods and finally got a bad day from Pat Mahomes. Mm-hmm. He, everyone else basically disappointed and he didn't crack a hundred, but thanks to our guest, Matt, who is still on his internet didn't break by the way. He's still on. He's safe from the biggest loser guest star for another week. But Steve, if you're listening, we will see. You it's soon, coming buddy. baby. TikTok, <laughs> TikTok. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. I, I like Ryan Cook's team, man. Justin Herbert scored one point for every chest here. He has 44. Uh, Najee Harris is getting more and more touches at, at looking better and better. Yep. Corderell, if you woke up early to watch the London game, which totally you should not have done, you should have slept in. That game sucked. Um, they lined him up as receiver basically the majority of the game. They ran him very little because, again, they had no receivers in London. So that was exciting. It was like it wasn't as cool as starting Taysom Hill as a tight end when he played quarterback the whole time. Yeah. But it's probably the closest thing we'll get this season. Uh, yeah. Chase Claypool caught a couple of great passes down the field. And with now Juju Smith going out for the year, you got to feel like more touches probably for Deontay Johnson and Najee yeah. Harris just because no. of like their scat rolls. That'll but be Claypool good. People will get more. Yeah, that, that kind of clears a little bit of a log jam because they do have a lot of pass catchers involved, and and, and I think this will be good for, for all of them. Yeah, I think Claypool's more of your, your boom bust guy. He's running the deep mm-hmm. routes. He's he's running the crosses or, or you know the post over the middle. Whereas Deontay Johnson, your dick, your dump guys, um, Najee Harris, same thing. Alex Collins, hold on to him for another week or two. Maybe for the rest of the year, though, I, I didn't like, you know, as a Seahawks fan, I didn't really love what Chris Carson was doing. And Alex Collins seems to be a, a better running back in the, in the small tape we've seen. But eh, we'll see. So, yeah, Cook, congrats. You've got a pretty good team, buddy. All right. Bad news and good news, guys. Which one do you want first? I want the best news first. Matt, what do you want? You're our guest. The bad news. Oh. Bad news is we're already at our 10-minute limit from Zoom. Wow. We need oh, I see it Zoom now. to sponsor us and, and give us some more time. So we got to hustle. Okay, the good news hustle, is, baby. Matt, we are finally at your matchup. And I know you've been just quiet this whole time because you've been you've been thinking about how you want to respond to our questions. You want to defend your team. You want to justify how you're still milking the beer mile. So let's get to, to, to your matchup. Um, I'm ready. I, I have some thoughts. I mean, who wants to go first? I'll just throw it up. 
I'll go first. No one said anything. All right, Matt, <laughs> you're in trouble. All right, brother. Saquon, I watched that game. He got a baseball in his freaking ankle. All right. You got weird games from your probably your best player, maybe one of your best players, Terry McLaurin, did poorly. DJ Moore, another reliable good player, did poorly. You got a big negative six from the Browns. I feel like we talk about it at least two or three every times every single week. week. Why Stop do you do that? playing defense that don't score points. The good news is that, well, I don't know. This is bad news, actually. If you did not even start a defense and did not take negative points from them, you still would have been the biggest loser. So not a good week for you, buddy. I, I, well, I, I'm sorry. Well, first of all, it means a lot uh, that you would bring me onto your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> really warms the heart, boys. Uh, look, here's the thing. I agree with everything you just said. I, there's a reason why my team name has not changed in four years. The best thing that I ever did in this fantasy league <laughs> happened before the first ball was ever kicked. Yeah, that's true. That being said, that being said, I'm a couple moves away from winning this matchup. Are you? Wow. I, I Listen to me. Math, but let me see this. All right, I'm listening. All right. Mm-hmm. Saquon goes down early. Uh-huh. Saquon was coming into form uh-huh. with games of 18 and 28 prior no, to this. No, you're he right. He, he, he really was. Yep, he really was. This was and exactly the, the game. defense. Waiting. like that. Yes. This was the breakout game for Saquon. Yeah. He goes mm-hmm. down, you know, usually a workhorse every down kind of guy. Yep, yep. And all of a sudden comes out with an injury out of nowhere. Who could have possibly predicted this? It wasn't even during the play. It was at the end of the play, right? Yeah, it was a <laughs> no. freak. Right. I'm joking predicted? because he is extremely injury prone. But <laughs> yeah. yes, that was that was a huge yeah. freak accident. And you combine or you put that up against Derrick Henry, he goes for 32. Moving down the positions, RB2, wide receivers both look pretty good. I win those matchups. Tight end, I win that matchup, even though we had Johnny Smith and TJ Hawkinson, a just a prize fight heavyweight game there. <laughs> Flex Smith was the Tyson Fury to TJ Hawkinson's Deontay Wilder. Almost. Not quite. Go ahead. Sorry, bud. Right. And I want to talk about the Browns defense because they have been solid this year. <laughs> <laughs> they ran into a buzzsaw and put up and lost 47 points uh-huh. to a solid LA team. Yeah. So, you know, they're a solid LA team. Why did you start the Browns D? I know. I feel like if you look at the track record for the season, you had to see it coming. Okay. Week one against Kansas city, zero fantasy points, but then we got Houston and Chicago and Minnesota. We're really good. It's like, Oh, we're playing a good offense again. This offense has a pulse. It's very simple. Ask me how many defenses I had on my roster. <laughs> oh man. I'm about to go look at this free agent pool. And ask me, <laughs> ask me how many free agent moves I have made. I I learned today, believe it or not, mm-hmm. that I had two IR players on my team, and that's not counting <laughs> Saquon. <laughs> so I want to say the bench has not been as active as it should have been this year, and there will be some moves coming. I set myself up with that waiver wire two position. I'm ready to go. Uh, I, I see. Hear I see. You, buddy. You're ready I to hear get uh, Devontae Booker. I hear you. There's nothing to say about my team. They played okay. Not great. Um solid win for the boys i'm ready to move on from tj hawkinson thankfully i picked up uh, dawson knox before dawson knox was cool so he's ready to go in 
Yeah, why I are you taking it. three and a half, three points from a declining Hawkinson instead of a on fire? I, I don't get how Bono. the Lions are like. We can't scheme him open. The big ginger. It's okay. Whatever. We're moving on from their crying coach and that sorry team. Go ahead. Uh, I've got question marks at receiver with Tyler Lockett going forward. But other than that, gotta feel okay about the team. Joe Mixon is a backup running back this week. Had ten points. We'll live. That's it. I'm ready for next week. Bring it on. All right. So here's where we're at right now. We have five minutes left in the pod. I will ask you guys. Should we finish um, asking our guest about his decisions and then do you want to get back on to do some of the fantasy stats and the rest of the stuff? Um, Cause we only got less than five minutes left. So, yep. so I would propose we talk to our friend here and then we can decide afterwards. If we want to jump back on to look at the fantasy stats since inception yep. of the league. Let's do it real quick though. Give me a team to eliminate while everyone's listening, Matt Davidson, every week we eliminate a real NFL team from the playoffs uh, so far, we've eliminated the Jaguars and the Jets. Everyone is still available to eliminate. So this week, give me five seconds well, each. Who are we eliminating? Last week, you eliminated the Detroit Lions. Which, Can I stick with that? Can we have that? That's what caused me to cut the podcast. I eliminated the Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay. So, Matt, uh, did you want to start this this week to, to eliminate a playoff team? Eliminate yep. a team from the playoffs. Give us a team that's not going to the playoffs this year. We'll see if we agree. I'm gonna I'm gonna make it a little bit of a too early prediction because I am upset. We like that Carolina, oh. Carolina Panthers. He is cutting what? Carolina. Really? I'm not ready yet. I'm, I'm not, not ready. ready. I like Carolina, man. How did you do that? Kenny is pissed. Kenny's standing out of his chair. Oh, he's, 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 right he's, he's flipping tables. He's ready to go. <laughs> Listen, oh, after you, after this performance this last week, you lose in garbage time to the Eagles. Yeah, it's embarrassing. Yeah. It's trending in the wrong direction. Sam Darnold, there's been a lot of talk about how he's better than advertised. I haven't seen it yet. Wow, okay. Give me give me a couple more weeks because they're not winning the division. I'm Tampa not really winning the division, off. but there's nobody else in the wild card. Like, the best wild card team right now is the Chicago Bears, the Carolina Panthers. The NFC West is falling. Now that Russell Wilson's hurt out for six weeks, they're not making yeah. the playoffs. So Gentlemen, let, I, let me I give like you mine. As a wild card. Yeah. Let me give you mine. I want to write off the New York Giants. Weren't looking good before yeah. this week. Now they're out there starting quarterback, their best yep. player in Saquon, half their wide receivers. I think we were, me and Martin were talking about it. It's yep. Kadarius Tony versus the entire other the world. Team. Snap it to him and let him run, baby. You know what? That's fair. The Giants players were all murdered this week, so we might as well murder their team too. Cover them in red paint on my computer. That's what I do Good. here. I like it. I get all, all, right, I get so- all Microsoft paint. And I scratch teams out. <laughs> <laughs> really advanced, advanced yeah. technical work here. We got two and a half minutes left. Let's ask our guests some questions. Yep. Let's do it. Matt, what were you drinking the night of the beer mile? What was your go-to beer? Ooh, uh, I think it was a Stella. Oh, yeah, Stella. Smart. Because we had to have beers over 5%. That was correct? Yep. Yes. And, yeah. and that was strategic. It might not have – it was Stella or Heineken, but whatever it was, it was 5.0%. There you go. There you go. <laughs> and what was your strategy outside of the beer drinking to win this bad boy? Right. Well, it's it's a very complex strategy. It goes like this. Drink fast, run fast. Mm-hmm. i tell you what, you drank fast and you ran fast. You executed the game, executed the game plan perfectly. That is correct. Have you follow up? Have you shared that plan with your fantasy team and asked them to execute things? No. And I do believe <laughs> I believe that my fantasy team would be better if they were all drunk at this point. Yeah. Well, that's actually a good place to, to jump in. So your team, you are the still milking the beer mile. Mm-hmm. And you have a, a gentleman on your team who is named after that. I think that's why you drafted him, right? Miles Sanders. 
So tell me, um, what's he going to do for your team going forward? Is he going to play for you? Like, what's where's Miles Sanders at for the beer mile? Listen, Miles Sanders is our mascot. He's our leader in the locker room. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's going to get on the field. Opportunity. Not on the field. He's okay. going to get his opportunity. Listen to me. Coach he, it, it's going to happen. He doesn't have a lot of guys in front of him. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> why. <laughs> All right. We're going to out there, and it could be as soon as next week. Martin, you we got, got one more. I got one at the end. We got less than right. a minute here. Hit us with the one, and then after that question, Matt, you got less than a minute left. Tell us how your team is going to bounce back this year. Oh, it's simple. We're going to pop Saquon's ankle back in, <laughs> and my defense is going to put up positive numbers. Ride him to victory. That, that's, that's, a, the that's, that's, that's the fundamental. That's the fundamental football right that's there. Dennis, manager. hit him. Last question. Last question for you, Matt. Where the hell was his performance last week when you played me, man? What the hell? Listen, we get up for big moments. I'm not a big moment, and I'm okay with that. I will ride that under the radar. All right. We, well, we had well. some weeks circled on the scoreboard or on the uh, the schedule, and you know what? We got a little complacent. We didn't prep gotcha. for this week. We thought we had it in the bag. All right. Well, if I see you in the playoffs, reserve this uh, or reserve this performance for me. All right, guys, this is it. We're less than a minute. Zoom's going to cut us off any minute. Stay on. We're going to jump back 